0: Boker Tov, Chodesh Tov, Lichtigen, Afreleche, Chanukah to all. Thank you so much for being with us this morning as we take 10 minutes to find meaning in Mesilis Yisharim to use the words of the Ramchad of Moshe Chaim Lutzato and his magnificent formula in Mesilis Yisharim to be able to chart a path towards being the best version of ourselves. As always, we're super grateful. To our generous, uh, dear sponsors and friends, the Grunsteins, Lenny and Chani Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, Mr. Aaron Timbor. Thank you for your generosity and your sponsorship. It's a big morning. We're starting the 12th chapter of Mesilas Sharm. Parak Yud Beis, Darchei Hanakias. Until now, we've defined the quality of the Midah of Zihirus, how to live a life of mindfulness, of cautiousness how to be present in all that we do, in all of our th- thought, and all of our speech, and so on. Then we moved over to the life of Zerizos, alacrity, enthusiasm, zeal, how to pursue our resolutions and our goals, how to make them a reality. And then we moved over to the quality of Nikias, how to purge and cleanse ourselves from the instinct and intuition, which is in fact self-destructive, negative, and sabotages our success. Eating the wrong things, saying the wrong things, and we've gone through anger, envy, all of those qualities. And now that Ramchara, Moshe Chaim moves over to how to acquire this. How can we move from the area of the battleground to conquered territory? How can we go with having to live with confronting these qualities, these negative instincts within us, to being able to develop habits and instincts which are entirely positive? So he begins this 12th chapter and he says the following It's this simple, says the Ramchal, that the true method, the best strategy for how to acquire the level of mindfulness. to be able to to live our best lives, is a matter of diligence in reading and listening and reviewing the words of our rabbis, of our sages. You know, it's not enough to read the Mesilat Yisharim once and go back to life. It's not enough to study Torah once a year and go back to life. These things, which he writes in his introduction, the more obvious something is, the more we need to review it, the more we need to repeat it, the more we need to see it over and over again. Because it's so easy to forget. How easy it to forget to eat right? How easy is it to forget to be patient and loving and sensitive? How easy is it to forget to um, all the most important ingredients to a meaningful life? It's so easy. It's so, so easy to forget and to move on. We can never let that happen. And the answer, therefore, is hasmada, diligence. Diligence in setting a schedule and a review. The most successful people, I like to listen to podcasts of successful people, and they'll all talk about their routine. And they'll describe that they don't wake up in the morning and start with work. They have a routine of prayer, of meditation. They set aside time for reading, for thinking. If a person doesn't have really diligently followed, embedded in their schedule time for thinking, for reading, what we call learning, for prayer, what we call davening, for meditating, what we call hisbodidas. If a person hasn't allocated that time in their schedule and they don't diligently follow it, then it's so easy to get lost. It's so easy for our minds to wander and our priorities to become skewed. Im binyanei halachas musarim. And what it means to diligently allocate the time means in the area of Jewish law, Jewish practice, in Yanyan Musarim, Jewish thought, philosophy, attitude. Once a person has already established, when a person has accepted upon themselves, how important the truth of that level of mindfulness, of trying to purge, of trying to recalibrate our instincts and our intuitions. Once we've already grown in the area of mindfulness and zeal and alacrity, and we've already talked about at length. If you're only joining us now, you can listen. We've got many, many Shirin from the very beginning of the book. And we already talked about what is the methodology, what is the strategy to acquire a life of mindfulness, to acquire a life of enthusiasm and zeal, so then he nailo yisharu lo ata So once a person has already grown in what it takes to live a life of mindfulness and a life of enthusiasm, then you'll also know what it takes in order to change a character trait. What it takes in order to transform an instinct or an intuition. Judaism is a platform. God gave us this vocabulary, this language. He gave us Torah and He gave us Jewish law. He gave us Jewish living all as a platform for our most mindful and meaningful life yet. It's all a reminder from the way we wake up in the morning to the way we go to sleep, to the way that we approach food, to the way we approach business, to the way we approach relationships, to the way we approach intimacy, to the way we approach a relationship with ourselves. Jewish law governs and regulates each and every one of these areas. So if a person is committed to study, to learn, to apply, to execute Jewish law and living, then they are already in the process, already engaged in the exercise about how to conquer these things. You see, we don't only care about what we put in our mouths, the laws of kashrus. we care about what comes out of our mouths. Do we speak with anger? Do we uh, speak with rage? Do we speak with gossip? Do we speak with slander? Do we speak with envy? We're not only careful, but if a person can learn to be vigilant with what goes in one's mouth, then a person can equally learn to be careful with what comes out of one's mouth. So if this whole thing is a platform, it's a lifestyle that goes together, then you need to know what it is. You know, sometimes people sign up for programs, health and well-living, you know, here's exactly the regimen. Here's the nutritional guide, what you need to eat each and every day. Here's how many sit-ups and push-ups and squats, how many miles you have to walk. Here's exactly what you need to do. And if you follow this, you are guaranteed this nutritional guide and this exercise guide and get this much sleep, you are guaranteed to see your lab results come back different, your health improve and so on. Well, Judaism, Lahavdil, gives us directly from the creator, the designer, the programmer, the one who put us, us and this world together. And he says, here's the program. Here's the platform. Here's how to do it. So to start your day, the middle of your day, the end of your day. Here's how to think about what you say, what goes in your mouth, what comes out of your mouth. He is the one who designed, he programmed, he created this whole world, and he created us in it. And a person masters those laws, those ideas and ideals. If a person is committed to that life and that lifestyle, then we'll find success. We'll find happiness. We'll find meaning, and we'll find purpose. But these things, the more important they are, the easier they are to forget. Think about how many relationship gurus and how many articles and books and lectures about marriage. I mean, how hard is it to forget? Don't raise your voice. How to not have a harsh startup. How to have a conversation instead of a fight. How to articulate things in a way they'll be heard. We all know these principles. We've attended the seminars. We've read the books. We've heard it. But in the moment, we forget it. Who in the world would defend anger as if it's a good thing? Lashing out at the people closest to us, the people that we love. Would anyone define anger as a good thing? I don't mean outrage at things that are outrageous. I mean anger, the expression of anger at the people that we love. Would anyone say that that's smart, intelligent? Has anyone said the next day, I'm really happy I screamed at my wife, my children that way. I'm really proud of that. I really, that was my shining moment. Everybody regrets it and feels foolish. So why do we do it? Because we so easily forget we so easily forget. We make the promise, I'm not hitting the corn chips from Trader Joe's at midnight in the cabinet. I'm going to sleep, I'm not eating after 9 PM, there's no reason. And then what happens? The stomach and appetite take over and the koach ha the power to forget even the promises we've made ourselves. The small, seemingly insignificant and inconsequential, they all add up. So imagine if every night at nine o'clock, you had something that you read that reminded you about why you never want to eat after nine o'clock. Imagine that you looked at your lab results or you saw the consequences of people who eat late at night. Imagine you had asmada, a diligence and a vigilance in reviewing the consequence and reviewing the promise and pledge you make to yourself. And that's just a small example. That's what learning Torah is. It is a daily review and a recalibration. It is daily dropping our anchor so that when we go out into the world and the winds are trying to make us go out to see that anchor called Torah, and that anchor called Jewish law, Jewish living, that anchor called mitzvot, it keeps us grounded. It keeps us grounded. So the more that we keep it in the forefront, don't let it disappear to the recesses of the mind. Don't let it disappear to the place where it's forgotten. Don't let it become the file that you can't find. It should be a sticky note on your desktop. It should be a sticky note on your mirror. The more important, seemingly insignificant and petty, but more significant needs to be at the forefront of our mind. We need to remind ourselves and reprioritize ourselves and recalibrate ourselves. And the degree to which we do will be more likely to fulfill the promise we make ourselves, the promise to a better future, a healthier, a happier, a more meaningful. And when it comes to our qualities, when it comes to our character, we have to review. Now, we don't think of it that way. People get magazines and newspapers, they read and sign up for blogs, they read books, people read and follow all kinds of things. But we don't think about character as something that we read and work on, that we study. And yet, how important is character to our happiness, to our relationships, be it personal, be it professional, in every arena of life? So why don't we allocate time? Why don't we think about character and what poisons and what heals? Even after a person has decided to join the group of people who will be meticulous, how often, nevertheless, we come up short and we fall prey to those, to those uh, desires. And why does that happen? Because we've not properly thought about it. We've not properly promised about it. It's not at the forefront of our mind. It's disappeared whether intentionally or unintentionally, consciously or subconsciously. We let those things disappear into the back of our mind. You can't know everything and you can't concentrate on everything. So you have to decide what am I working on? Do I want to take some slogan or motto or a rabbinic statement about anger and then I'm going to put that on a posty note all over in the places where I'm most likely to get anger, angry. I know people who set timers and reminders on their phone every few hours or twice a day or once a day for the things that matter most. Maybe a timer in the days that you used to leave your house to go to work, but in the timer at the time that you know you're going to go home, a reminder about how you want to enter your home. Leave your baggage at work. Don't walk in stressed and frustrated, but rather come in with a smile. Don't look to get angry or be resentful. Come in happy. You know, the things that matter most and that have the biggest impact on our life, As we've been saying, it's so easy to neglect, to forget, and that's why we need the constant reminder. So the first first strategy for how to acquire this most important and significant trait is diligence is a reminder, is is to review over and over and over again that which matters most until it becomes muscle memory, a muscle memory about who we really want to be and how we really want to behave. A good Rosh Chodesh, it's a good day to start again. Rosh Chodesh, new beginnings, a fresh start. Today's the day to be the best version of you. Today's the day to make the change you've been waiting to make. It's Rosh Chodesh, a good Rosh Chodesh, a happy Chanukah, wishing everyone a great day, happy, stay holy, stay healthy. We continue 845 Living with Emuna.